This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1543, why the T in American English pronunciation is a chameleon. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try our iOS app. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses. The T in American English is one of the trickiest sounds to learn because it shows up in so many different ways. Learn four of the ways to pronounce it and to understand it today. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going today? I'm great. How are you, Lindsay? Awesome. Are we getting into a little pronunciation action today? Yes, I'm excited about this. I know a lot of our students are constantly working on their pronunciation, figuring mm-hmm. out different accents and why you know speakers say things certain ways. We get questions about this a lot. So I think yes. this is going to be a really fun series. Yeah, so we're going to start it. You guys, uh, Aubrey was on in the last couple of weeks with a series on the future tense, different ways to avoid will and say something more natural. So go and find those. And now we're starting our next series together on pronunciation. And it all starts with a question from our listener, Mitra Ross. Is that right? Yes, exactly. I'll read it. She said, can you please have a session on different pronunciation of the letter T in the American native accent? Most of the time, T sounds like D. And I was wondering if there is any regulation for that. Thanks in advance. This is such a great question because she's right. A lot of times the letter T actually sounds like D. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And guys, today we're just talking about the American accent. That's what we teach because that's what we know. But we have had guests on to talk about other accents. So you want to come back to our blog to find those other episodes. And actually, we have a couple uh, later on, we'll tell you which episodes to go look for about this, right? Yeah, because we've had some guests on who are specialists with pronunciation. Mm -hmm. So we're going to let you know which ones to go and check out. But first, we want to let you guys know... I think this is so vital that you understand that your accent is beautiful, whatever it is. I think so many second language learners get down on their accent Mm -hmm. and are really trying to maybe mimic an American or a British Mm -hmm. accent. I love accents. Like whatever yours is, I love it. It's so endearing. And I know Americans, they love accents. That being said, 
we get it why, you know, pronunciation can cause barriers to language. It can mm -hmm. cause miscommunication, right? Yes. Yes. I love that. That's a good point, Aubrey. I mean, accents are beautiful and they yes. make life interesting. From the perspective of a native speaker, as long as we can understand you, I d it's not great to obsess over trying to sound right. native or trying to sound American, right? Or British or Australian. There's a part of you that is your accent. You'll always have it. And it's kind of cool for natives to hear it. It yes. gives you more personality in a sense. It's We like variety. <laughs> yes. I love talking to people who have accents. We love variety, just like you said. So though your pronunciation might not be perfect, it doesn't have to be perfect in order yes. to speak fluently, in order to connect with other people. Yes. And, but as you know, there are some really tricky things about English pronunciation that can make it more difficult for natives to understand you or for any other speaker of English to understand you. And so yes. that's what we're going to focus on on this series are tips that can simplify, make that easy so that there are things with your pronunciation that you can work on to be more clear and to make it easier to connect with others. Yeah. So it's really about being understood, right, Aubrey? It's not exactly. so much about sounding native, right? That's, right? that's the point. We just don't, we want to avoid that moment that feels kind of embarrassing when people ask us to repeat because they don't understand over and over. Well, what about the IELTS exam, Aubrey? Because you're an expert over on IELTS, over on our IELTS Energy podcast, which guys you should subscribe to if you're taking IELTS this year. Yes, if How you haven't it? yet, <laughs> subscribe to IELTS Energy. Jessica and I are over there, three podcasts every week. It's and awesome. that's a really good question because pronunciation is vital for your IELTS speaking score. It's okay. one of the scoring scoring sections for speaking. Mm -hmm. And so you do, the examiner needs to be able to understand what you're saying. You need to be able to speak clearly and your intonation needs to be native. So you need to sound happy if you're talking about something happy or sound sad if you're speaking about something very sad. So okay. there's a lot that goes into pronunciation, but when it comes to specific phonemes or sounds, they do need to be accurate as well so that you're understood by the examiner and can get that seven or higher you need for pronunciation. We talk about pronunciation a lot on IELTS yes. Energy, so definitely subscribe if you haven't, guys. Awesome, guys. Go over there, find IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, and hit subscribe. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. So what are those episodes that we've where we've interviewed experts in pronunciation before? Yeah, you guys definitely want to check these out. Um, Allers English, 1447. Mm -hmm. Hadar Shemesh, um, Lindsay, you interviewed her yes. about yes. five steps to very clear English pronunciation. That's such a great mm -hmm. episode. Definitely check that one out if you guys haven't. Definitely. She had a really nice framework there, guys. And I think that episode is also on YouTube. So check it out on YouTube if nice. you want to consume over there. What else, Aubrey? We had Esther Brule, who's from Australia. Right. Yes. And she yes. gave us three pronunciation don'ts, which are also important. What you Good. want to avoid doing with your pronunciation. So that's um, episode 1273. Definitely yes. check out that one. Yes. And also then, a specialist in pronunciation. Yes. Right. And the 903. What was that one all about? Yes. Yeah, so this is Alex, who he's a tutor on italki. Okay. And he talked about the number one shortcut to solving your biggest pronunciation problem. So go check awesome. that one out so you can find out what are these biggest problems. And that was a really good one, too. Number right, 903. Very very cool. Guys, go check it out. Remember, if you're using the app, right, which we should have the Android version soon, you can actually search in the search bar for these episodes. Such a good way to find episodes too. So let's get into our tips then, Aubrey. Let's talk about this T issue sounding like a D all the time. What is this yes. all about? Yeah. Okay. So first of all, we're going to give you four tips, guys. And the first one is that sometimes true T does sound like T. And that's when it's a stop consonant. Well, it's a stop consonant, but when with certain words, it sounds mm -hmm. like a T. And this is when the air flowing through your mouth is stopped 
by your tongue or your lips. Mm -hmm. It causes this buildup of air, and when it's released, it makes a sound. So here are some words where you'll hear it sound like an actual T. Okay. Like it, got, hat, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Toy, top, or late. Yeah. Exactly. You can hear that true T sound is what that's called. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it gets a little different, of course, when we combine these with the next word, right? So for example, like, it, it got later. It got later, right? I don't always say it. I don't end with it with that T because I blend it with the next word. Exactly. But when they're, when they're isolated or when the T comes at the beginning, it's very clearly that stop. Right, Aubrey? Right, exactly. That's where you have to pay attention when we're blending two words together. Mm-hmm. That's when sometimes it changes. So here, mm-hmm. tip number two will help you know when. So when T comes between two vowel sounds, whether that's like a T at the end of a word and the next word starts with a vowel or mm-hmm. within one word, then we pronounce T as D. So for example, daughter, computer, mm-hmm. you can see the vowel on either side of the T makes yep. it sound like D. Yes, I remember teaching this in my classes in New York. And this is a real key shortcut, right, to learning how to pronounce this correctly. Because I feel like the T sound is kind of, it's like a chameleon. Like it can disguise itself in so many different ways in the English language, especially in American English. It's tricky, guys. Um, But this is one of the key ones. So daughter, computer, water, right? We don't say water. Mm -hmm. Of course, in England they do, right? Or Australia, probably. It's different in British English. (laughs) In American, Um, we say water. Exactly, water. Or heater. Okay. Exactly. And that same rule applies for a double T. When there's two T's, if they come between two vowel sounds, we still pronounce it as D, like letter, settle, bottle. Mm, Interesting. I personally feel like other accents are more beautiful when they say the T, like letter. (laughs) Bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Bottle. Yeah, it's just, I feel like our accent is just kind of, I don't know, it, because it's so familiar, right? As an yes. English speaker, it just feels so average. Um, but For we sure. all have our but preferences, I suppose. then sometimes you'll speak to someone from another country and they love the American accent. So it. I try not to get down on it. It's just different. <laughs> it's what we're used to. So it feels very common to it's us. It's just different. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so again, just to review guys, that T when it's a double T between two vowel sounds, right, Aubrey? Yep, exactly. So this really, that's the rule you need to know as far as when it sounds like D, right? Okay. And um, so our third tip, okay, is sometimes it also sounds like ch, C-H, right? (laughs) Yeah. This is a little tricky too. So it's it's like the T and the Y sound together, the T and the Y, T and Mm. Y. So for example, the words but you, we say but you. Yeah, we never say but you. Right. We never say, but Mm -hmm. you, we don't separate them, but you, but you need to go do this. Right. But you. Exactly. Um, Yeah. And the word question, right. You have that ch in the middle of the word. You would never say question. Yeah. That would (laughs) be very weird. Question. Yes. And another one is future. We never say future, right. That just isn't right, guys. Mm -hmm. So future, what's happening in the future. Exactly. So this happens every time you have t followed by y. You're going to turn that sound, the blends together, and it sounds like ch. Wow. The more I think about it, yeah, the T really is a tricky one. It's just all all across the board. It's all over the place. It <laughs> it's is. disguising yes. itself with all these different sounds. Oh, exactly. my gosh. Yeah. 
If you are planning to move abroad and you want to take IELTS anytime in the next year, then go and subscribe right now to the IELTS Energy Podcast because over there, you get to learn with a former examiner and our team who has been trained under the examiner scoring system. Learn with them how to get your seven or higher to pass the first time. Go and subscribe to the IELTS Energy Podcast. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready-to-eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E 50 and use code B-A-E-E 50 to get 50% off. That's code B-A-E-E 50 at F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash B-A-E-E 50 to get 50% off. So let's do one more. This is really good tip. Our number four Mm -hmm. is that when T is not followed by a vowel, when it's followed by a consonant, it's often pronounced by closing your throat suddenly instead of using the tip of your tongue. So for example, cat, we don't say cat, right? Right. We just sort of stop our throat and we don't use that true T. So cat Mm -hmm. or like department, you don't really hear the T at all, but there's a a stop in the throat. And what does that sound like for you, Aubrey, when you say that? Department, department. Department. So the way I just said it, I even hide the T even more, I would say. Department, Mm -hmm. cat. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like we never come, as you said, to the point where we're touching the tip of the tongue. Uh, It's department. And this is kind of what I was saying earlier. It ends in a different way. But I do notice that some people have their own even within American oh, English, yeah. like Americans, they have preferences for pronouncing that end or not pronouncing it. I, I notice mm-hmm. that some people are a lot harder on that T at the end. Just personal preference. Yeah, it reminds me yeah. um, the word often, where the T, oh, yeah. there's like a silent T in the middle of often, but a lot of natives you'll hear say often. Yes. And it's yes. not like one is wrong necessarily. Right. It's yes. just people have their own personal dialect, the way they say things. And often you'll hear where I grew up, people will say mountain. They don't pronounce the T at all, like mountain. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, you just never know. So sometimes the T is different depending geographically on where you are. For sure. And guys, if you want to hear more about that often, often, we did cover that in a whole episode, episode 1010. Come back to our blog and find that one because we definitely, actually, I think we had a listener write in and say, well, I don't, I don't understand. Like, how am I supposed to pronounce it? So we do go into that quite a bit over there, guys. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a role play where we're just going to have a few sentences and then we're going to go back and talk about which ones you see in the different sentences, you know, all the different uses of this T. 
Okay, okay. So is this I'll, a phone call? We're having like a customer yes. service phone call? Okay. I'm yeah, ready. I wanted to do a phone conversation because when you guys are working on your pronunciation, I've talked to so many students who this is why. Like I want to be clear on the phone because yeah. people, it's so much harder to understand when you can't see someone's face. Oh my gosh. So you want to be huge. more clear. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. So good. Okay. So this would be a phone conversation. So I'm All calling right. you. Ring, ring. Um, or no, you're calling me. You're calling me. I'm calling you. <laughs> ring, ring. <Yeah. laughs> Hello, FastMed Billing Department. Hi, I need to pay for, I need to pay a medical bill. Okay. um, I'll just have to ask a couple of questions first. Can you give me your account number? It's my daughter's account, 79456. Her name is Priscilla. What a cute name. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right. Awesome. So let's talk about some of the rules that we talked about, right? In the first one, you see that um, fourth use twice. So with fast med, Mm. We're not saying fast med. We just no stop our throat. Fast med. It's too, yeah, you're blending it all together. There's no time. Fast med. <laughs> That's why I think a lot of our listeners might panic on the phone, guys, you know, because it does come so fast. So we need to find right. a way to slow the, these things down. I would recommend getting the transcripts for today, print them out, sit down and look at them very clearly so that you're ready when you are on the phone. And these come so fast at you. Okay. Yes, exactly. Right. And then I said department again, where you would not say department. No. Like you said, there's no time. It comes out fast. You don't hear that T. Yeah. And then I said, hi, I need to pay a medical bill. So what did I do here with my two? Yeah. So that's the true T where it's going to be. I need to pay a medical bill. But we did notice that when you say it fast, you kind of say need a I need to pay a medical I bill. Need a, for sure. And so you're right that often even words where it is a true T with a two in the middle, because mm-hmm. we're blending things together, you mm-hmm. don't. It becomes wanna, nita, gotta. Right. And and I could have slowed down. So this is kind of optional that native speakers choose to do it or not. I could have said, hi, I need to pay a medical bill, mm-hmm. right? And and that's not non-native, right? That's just a way of being more clear. But because I was speaking fast and naturally, I said, I need to pay a medical bill. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So neither are wrong. Neither makes you sound less native. It's just if you're slowing down, especially yeah. if you're on the phone to make sure you're understood, that mm-hmm. wouldn't be unnatural to say, I need to pay a medical bill. Slow it For down. For sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Okay, now we've got a big one here. We got a lot of uh, variations of the T. What did you say next, Aubrey? So I said, I'll just have to. And right there, we've got the same with just have, where it's the same thing where you're dropping the T at the end. I'll just have to. It's kind of in your throat, right? That tip number four. Okay. And then to ask, I'll just mm-hmm. have to ask a couple of questions first. But when okay. you say it fast, I'll just have to ask a couple of questions first. We still hear the true T there because mm. with the way have is ending, Mm-hmm. Have to. I'll just, okay, have, I'll to just have to ask. Yeah. So that two does kind of balance out the sentence, doesn't it? It's right yes. in the middle. It's kind of an anchor in That's a what way. What you emphasize. Yeah. Good point. Right. Yeah. And then questions, mm-hmm. which is our number three there, where it becomes a ch in the middle of the word. Ask, yeah. ask a couple of questions. Uh huh. And then you said first at the end. And how yep. do we pronounce and, that one? And this is always going to end with that true T, right? Yep. I'll just have mm-hmm. to ask a couple of questions first. Yeah. And then you said, can you give me your account number? And that one would be the fourth where we mm-hmm. do kind of bury the T. Yep, right? exactly. It's yeah. Instead of using your tongue, it's pronounced by closing your throat suddenly. And mm-hmm. it's just account number. So mm. you, yeah, you don't use the tip of your tongue to make that T sound. Account number. Okay. Account number. And then I said, it's my daughter's account, right? It's my daughter. And this is where the vowel, is that right? It comes between mm-hmm. the vowels. Exactly right. right. Tip number two, where the Mm -hmm. T is going to sound like a D because it comes between two vowels. So my daughter, 
Yeah, that one's that one's probably the easier one to remember, guys. And then what do we have here? The vowels again or something? It's mm-hmm. similar. So right? same what thing when cu- you say what mm-hmm. a cute name, what a cute name, because it comes between two vowels, that T, what mm-hmm. and uh sounds like a D. What a cute name. Yeah, what a cute name. I love that. Oh my gosh. So how can our listeners practice these, Aubrey? I mean, should they work on the chunks or what should they do to make sure these become natural? What do you think? Yeah, I think you can, like you said, work on the chunks, work on these tips individually, look mm-hmm. at the words that you see in a sentence mm-hmm. and and kind of um, diagram, diagram the sentence so that you yeah. see, okay, where is this coming between a vowel? How is this going to sound? And then just pay more attention to it when you're listening, right? If you're listening to yeah. a podcast, watching a movie, you're hearing natives say it and just be a little more cognizant of of when it sounds like a D, when it sounds like a T. And now that you know the rules, you understand why you understand how to recreate that. I love that idea. Kind of the idea of making a mental note. And I'm sure that science has proved that that actually does help us learn when we become aware of something. And yes. when we look for it, and then we make a mental note that we he- when we hear it, it's kind of like a three step process, right? So yeah. that when you're on that phone at work, and you're putting in that order, or whatever it is, a purchase order, you're ready for it, because you have noted it, you're expecting it, and you're ready for it. Okay? Yeah. That's and I key. know that's the same things happen to you where you hear a word that you didn't know before, Yes. And all of a sudden you hear it everywhere. Everywhere. Just because now you're aware of it, you know what it means. You're like, did I seriously hear this all the time before and just ignored it? Because I didn't it's know true. what it meant. It's true. That even happens with uh, like brands or, or just ideas or things that come around, right? Come up in our world. I'm sure our listeners have experienced that. So you can actually make that happen for language too, guys. Okay. Yes, so definitely. good. So good. All right. What's the takeaway for our listeners today, Aubrey? Yeah, guys, these tips can definitely help you pronounce the letter T like a native with an American accent. The Mm -hmm. thing is, the use of the T can vary from person to person, like we were talking about, by geographical reason. And that's one of the reasons that um, more difficult pronunciation struggles this, you know, it's it's a thing. Like, this is difficult for everyone. Don't feel alone if you're struggling with pronunciation. But with Love these it. tips, you'll know, you know, you understand how the letter T works. There are rules that govern why we're saying it certain ways, and this will help improve your pronunciation. Yes, I love it, guys. This would probably be a good one to go back and listen to the episode again. And remember, if you're taking IELTS anytime in the next year, I would say definitely go over and subscribe to the IELTS Energy podcast to hang out with Aubrey and Jessica and to understand how pronunciation could affect, well, how could it it could affect your score and really your life, right? Aubrey, because IELTS is about life. It's about getting past where we are and getting to our dreams. Exactly. You want to get that score on your speaking exam so that Mm -hmm. you can get the score you need and immigrate to Canada. Canada with your family or go to grad school, whatever your goal is, your dream. If you're preparing for IELTS, definitely make sure you're subscribed to the IELTS Energy Podcast. Plus, we have a lot of fun over there. It's so fun. I really think that it's so fun, so fun. It's so fun to listen to. Lots of energy, enthusiasm. It's kind of a different way to look at IELTS that we have over there. And Aubrey, I really think that once this pandemic is over... You know, once we, you know, the world is ready to start moving again, a lot of people are going to be looking to take the aisle. So guys, you want to get a jump start on that. Make sure you get in there, get started ahead of time so that you are ready when things are done with this worldwide yes. <laughs> pandemic, right? Aubrey? Yeah, and right, if you're stuck cool. at home and you have more time on your hands right now, that's the time, like sign up for an online course, mm-hmm, get definitely. in there so that you can be making this time productive, like you said, so that you're ready when yes. things are opening and people are ready to take the exam. You want to be prepared. Get ready to act and live your dreams. I love it. So good. All right, Aubrey, this has been great. Let's wrap it up for today. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, see you later. Okay, bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.